Hello, Weevoos, and welcome to episode nine of the Weevoo podcast. This is your host or co-host, Chris, and I have Pat with me here. So t- for today, we have a pretty interesting podcast. I didn't tell Pat what the premise of the podcast was until probably a minute ago. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to see whether the Japanese otakus are better or the Western Weeboos are better in terms of what their different takes on anime are. So to give a little background on what I basically did, I looked up a bunch of anime popularity lists from Japan and also just took the popularity list from Mal. So this is not by the score on Mal, it's by the popularity on Mal. And the reason why I basically did this was because Japan doesn't really keep like a database of the scores of anime so one it was too hard to find and two it's a lot easier for it to be like on a like for like basis when people are just upvoting whenever they like the show so you basically just have two options yes or no rather than a whole scoring spectrum so that's why i basically took the popularity list made by the otakus in japan and then the popularity list made by the weeboos on mal any thoughts on this so far, Pat? That sounds like an interesting concept. So I guess we're not really talking about uh, the best rated shows per se, but something about more what's popular, what people watched, and yeah, what, yeah. They, what they liked overall, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So I think we've kind of talked about this on the podcast a lot in terms of anime that we think are good versus anime that we think is what we like. So something like Tokyo Ghoul, right? You've said that you like it a lot, but maybe you wouldn't necessarily give it a 10 out of 10. And that's the, the same thing with me. I've had shows that I've liked a lot. I enjoyed like SAO the first season, but I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. So this is purely just based off of what people like. This isn't pure. This isn't based off of critical scores or giving points to different shows. But the thing I noticed while I was going through the list is um, you're going to see quite a big discrepancy between the list and just to give you a little bit of context out of the 20 spots so we're looking at the top 20 anime by popularity from each region there's only one spot that it's exactly the same wow okay well i guess out of the 20 um i guess we'll find out but i guess i'm curious what how many of these both make the top 20 in Japan and on Mal. Yeah, definitely. It's an interesting list, so we'll kind of take a guess. But before we get started, do, do you have any guesses as to what might take the number one spot on either one or what shows you want to kind of see from either list? You know, a lot of the Mal popularity scores are a lot of shonens, so I am not going to be surprised to see a lot of the normal shonens on the Mal list. I don't know the Japan list at all. I think I'm going to see a little bit more slice of life in, in the Japan rankings. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, basically, the genre discrepancy between Japan and Mao. I, I feel like a lot of weebs in America are heavy on the shonens or maybe even maybe the more psych- psychological animes. So more of the well, well-known animes in America, I'm going to... S- Guarantee I'm going to see something on this Japan list that I probably haven't watched and I should watch, uh, but I just never have got around to it. That'll definitely be something to look out for in terms of how the taste differs between the two. 
And one other thing in terms of context I wanted to give is that this J Japan list is coming from a ranking list called ranking.net. And it basically is a kind of like Mao where people can constantly update their list. So it is taking into consideration all the anime that came recently versus all the anime that came prior. So just want to give a heads up. And I've also kind of fact checked it or checked it against a few other lists, namely a list produced by Animate, which is one of the biggest stores of anime in Japan. So they have a, they sell a lot of goods and do a lot of surveys, produce a lot of new news articles, stuff like that. And it was pretty similar. It was 50% the same, and but the Animate side was a little bit skewed for some other reasons that I'll, I'll get into at the end of the podcast. Just going straight into it, before I start revealing the top 20, I just wanted to let you know the five anime that barely missed the top 20 ranking on the Mao side. And this caught me a bit by surprise. So I'll just go through them really quick. At number 25, we have Assassination Classroom. I don't know if you've actually watched that show. And then, I have. Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts on that show? Very good, very entertaining, kind of a little comedic. That's a nice, uh, interesting story. I like it. It's a good yeah. watch. Yeah, it's definitely like a fun show to watch. At number 24, we have One Piece, which was a bit surprising to me. So I'm kind of surprised that this didn't make the top 20 list. At number 23, we have Aono Exorcist, which I think you've touched on in a previous podcast. At 22, we have Erased. And then 21, we have Akamega Kill, which was shocking to me because I didn't even think this would be in the top 50 popular anime on Mao, let alone at the number 21 spot. That is interesting. Um, seen all those shows, they're all... I mean, I all li I like all of them. Erased, I'm actually surprised is that high up. I don't know if I would have put it in the top 25. But it did get a lot of popularity on Netflix and even some live adaptations, so... Not surprised there, I guess. So those those shows will not be in the top 20 list, but they barely missed the spot and are quite popular. So getting into the number 20 spot, on the Japan side, we have Your Line April, which is a show we've talked about a lot. In the US side, we have Seven Deadly Sins. Any surprising wow. guesses or takes on that? So right off the bat, Your Line April, not surprised it's in the top 20 in the Japan list. I think it's a top 20 in Ma It should be a top 20 in Mao or Ma it would be in my list. Seven Deadly Sins I don't think is that great. It's on and off depending on the season. I would have put something in the top 25 probably a bit higher than Seven Deadly Sins. I actually would probably even put Akame Ga Kill above Seven Deadly Sins. I'm not saying either of those are like top 20 anime, but... I don't think Seven Deadly Sins is anywhere close. I think that might be a little bit of popularity on the Netflix side. Um, but not surprised with your line, April. I like that coming in around uh, number 20. Yeah, so this is already kind of getting into your point that the Mal side might be flooded with shonens because off the five that I listed that missed the top 20 spot, we already got, I don't know, Exorcist, One Piece, Assassination Classroom, and Seven De Deadly Sins all taking up spots in the top 25. Um, yeah, Your Lie in April, really good show. I, I would definitely consider it in the top 20 as well in terms of shows I've watched. I could totally see Japanese people liking the show. Japanese people like the sad, sad stuff. So yeah, definitely something to look out for as, as the list, list goes on. All right, all right. 
getting into the number 19 spot. So on the Japan side, we're going to continue the trend of sad, kind of melodramatic shows. And Japan at 19 has Clanad After Story. And wow. Mal on the 19th side actually has Your Lion April. Wow, that actually surprises me. I'm, I'm glad to see Your, Your Lion April come in in the top 20. What are your thoughts on this Clanad coming in at 19? You know, I thought it would come in a little higher. And I've I checked a lot of different lists. And Clanad has constantly been in everyone's list. But it has differed quite a bit. So sometimes it's in the top 5. Sometimes it's in the top 10. Sometimes it's like in this list. In the back end of the list. So at, at the 19 spot. I, th- I thought it would be higher. But then maybe there's a little bit of recency bias. It's a little bit older. So maybe... That's why it's lower on the list. I'm glad to see your line April on the mouse side, though, because th- this is a great show. And, you know, we, we want to ch- get non-Shonen show some love on the mouse side, too. This gives me a, a little bit of hope for the weeb, the weeb list and, of Mal. So, so far, I'm going to agree with the, both 19 and 20 in Japan. I only agree with one so far on Mal, but, you know, it's a, it's a start. So happy to see it. Yeah, it's interesting that they're kind of close to each other as well at the 19 and 20 spot for your line April. Okay, so number 18. Number 18 on the Japanese side, which doesn't surprise me, is One Piece. And on the Mao side, which is shocking to me, is Mirai Nikki. Have you ever watched Mirai Nikki before? Uh, what's the English name for that? That's, it's uh... Future Diary. I have seen trailers for it. I have not watched it. It's a bit on the older side. I tried watching the show. The main character, the female main character of the show, is so goddamn annoying, I could not even get past episode 5. I just insta-dropped it because it was just so annoying to watch. And I do know that people like the show a lot. The premise of the show is really good. I actually don't even remember too much of it, but... Yeah, One Piece coming in at 18 on the Japanese side, which doesn't surprise me that's in the top 20 list, but it seems low considering the popularity of One Piece. What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, One Piece is one of those animes, it's like the OG. It gets the points, it gets the artwork, it gets the storyline because it's an OG. It's got over a thousand episodes. Well, I don't know about episodes, but I think there's at least a thousand mega chapters. It's just been going on for as long as I can remember. It's going to be there. There's going to be a lot of fan favorites. It's kind of like Detective Conan in Japan. A lot of adults watch it. A lot of kids watch it. It's got spans across generations. I'm not surprised to see it up there. Do I like One Piece? I love One Piece. Probably wouldn't put it in my top 20, but I can definitely see why it's in the top 20 for the Japan side. Do you still read the manga from One Piece? I do, I do. It's it's very good, uh, but I do like to like give it about once a quarter to like binge a couple cha- all the chapters. But yeah, it's getting very interesting. Uh, I do like to see the story progression, and there are, are not the fillers that there are in the episodes. Does it feel like it's gonna end anytime soon, or is this just gonna keep going? Because one of the things I noticed while I was doing my research for the Japanese list is that One Piece was constantly in everyone's list of different age groups so like 50s 40s 30s 20s 10s one piece was always consistently in everyone's list and 
I don't know if there's any other anime that can really do that in Japan. So it'll be interesting to see how long this kind of continues in terms of the wide range of popularity that it gets. Yeah, story-wise, I think there's still a while to go. I think we're still at least six years before that we can have a closer idea on when this is going to wrap up. But it has made substantial progress. It's pretty far in. I just don't think we're there yet. Okay, well, that was number 18. Moving on to number 17. And we're going through this list pretty quickly because there's 20 anime we got to talk about in this hour span. But at number 17 on the Japanese side, Coincidentally, is an anime that I talked about in the last podcast about Kana Hanazawa. And the anime is called A Place Further Than the Universe, which is a Slice of Life 13 episode anime. And then on the Mao side, we got ReZero, which does not surprise me one bit because there's a lot of people that think ReZero is the GOAT of anime. So it was going to make the list no matter what on the Mao side. It's quite unfortunate I still have not seen A Place Farther Than the Universe, so I can't comment there. I have expressed my concern for ReZero plenty of times. Would not fall anywhere in my top 50, but, you know, I've heard the same. We've discussed it before offline. It's it's got a fan base. And, you know, I think ReZero has that popularity right now somehow with some some groups and it's surprising but it's doing yeah. well for itself so i i know i've mentioned many times on this podcast that i've dropped re-zero and when that when i dropped re-zero i was watching it on a weekly basis and in order to kind of do it justice i went back and rewatched season one i haven't gotten season two yet i just finished season one about a week ago and i just needed a break because there's a lot of information that comes with it I didn't drop it this time when I was halfway through season one, but the show is, there's a lot going on in the show and I could see a lot of people liking it because there's a lot of information to digest. It's interesting, but at the same time for me, it kind of drags on a bit where I have a difficult time watching the show in like one sitting. I can't really binge it. There's so much information that to keep track of. And maybe people have just deciphered that information much better than I have. And that's why they like it. It's it's an interesting show. Um, I definitely probably wouldn't put it in my top 50 that I've enjoyed and would recommend to people. But we'll see once I hit season two. Maybe it'll get some traction there. But for a place further than the universe, really surprising to me that it's even in the top 20 of Japan's list. This might be a little bit of recency bias, but it's a really good show really good slice of life japan kind of likes the cute slice of life stuff that goes on the popularity is kind of seen in other shows like yudu camp which is, which is just a show about camping and it kind of has the same vibe as a place for the universe so yeah kind of surprising that's in the top 20 but i i personally think it's a really good show everyone should watch it i guess it, can, it might not be everyone's cup of tea because it's a slice of life but definitely give it a shot okay oh one thing I forgot to mention at the start of the podcast, and which is really important as I go down this list, is this is just a list of anime shows, not movies. So you won't see your name or like silent voice in here. Just FYI. Okay. Well, that's a good uh, piece of information there. Yep. Okay. It's on to 16. 
So on 16, and the reason why I mentioned that is because 16 gave me kind of a reminder of that. At number 16 for Japan, we have Evangelion, which is a very popular show over there. And on Mao, we have Noragami, which was a bit shocking to me. I, have you watched either of the two or know what it's about? I have not seen Evangelion, but Noragami is a very good shonen. It's a pretty entertaining. It's not too long. I liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty interesting. I wish it would have had a little bit of a longer story and a little bit more depth. But overall, I, I did kind of like that, that premise. And for those who maybe have watched something a little more recent, how to pick up girls in a dungeon? Or is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? Um, Noragami is almost like if an anime was based on just the god side. Yeah, Noragami I've watched as well. I think it's interesting. I think it's a very entertaining show. I'm surprised that's in the top 20. I don't know what would kind of propel it to the top 20 because the premise of the show is actually really Japanese in my opinion. It doesn't seem like something that everyone can relate to on the Western side. So I was a little shocked there in that regard. Evangelion, really popular show. A new movie just came out in Japan. Or I, it's either slated to come out or just came out. I, I don't remember when the release date was. But, you know, everyone loves it there. It's one of the first anime that kind of propelled anime to the modern era. The music is great. And yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised because it's just really the show that changed modern anime in Japan. So, okay, number 15, we're, we're making some good progress here. Number 15 on the Japanese side, which doesn't surprise me at all as well, is Haikyuu. And then number 15 on the mouse side is a show we talked about last week as well, and is Angel Beats. Interesting. Uh, first glance, Angel Beats. I think I'm gonna. I feel like I'm going to see this come up in the Japanese list, but just a little bit higher. I do think it's a great show. Uh, makes sense. It's not super high top ten in Mal. I actually don't know if it would come in to my top ten. It might come in maybe in the later, the the lower, the lower digits, the te- lower teens. High Q though. Wow, I thought I thought that'd be a lot more popular in Japan. I felt like the recent surge in Haikyuu would have pushed it up maybe to around 10. Yeah, Haikyuu, for those that don't know, is probably the most successful anime in terms of products or goods sold in Japan. It's literally everywhere. The girls love it. Even the guys love it who play sports or volleyball. And it's just a show that's succeeded really well in terms of sales of of goods that are related to the anime and that's why i'm not surprised that's in the tw- top 20 but like you said it's, it's a bit surprising that's not higher because it does receive a lot of likes and just a lot of love really from the japanese audience so i i also thought it might be in the top 10 or so but as i was doing my research i i was like there's a really good anime out there. And just being in the top 20 itself is a successful accomplishment, really. And Angel Beats, yeah, for me, a bit surprising on the Mao side, but I kind of feel like this is a sign that Mao's popularity list 
is a little bit skewed for older shows because it gives people an opportunity to hit that like button or join the community button and angel beats has been around for a while it was one of the slices of lives that have kind of established like what a really good slice of life should be and that that definitely i think skewed the popularity side a bit in terms of scores angel beats is a lot lower in ranking on the mouse side so yeah. Okay, okay. So the next spot at number 14 is a show I've talked about a lot recently in uh for the Japanese side is Bakemonogatari, which doesn't surprise me again at all. And then on the Mao side is Toradora. Wow, Toradora really coming in that high. That's actually surprising that Toradora is 14. Not surprised with the Monogatari series. That's another popular popular show. That also has been going on a while. I do know a lot of my Japanese friends are big fans of the Monogatari series, so I'm not surprised there. I have heard a lot of people talk about it, and a lot of people continue to watch it just because they are part of that fan base and community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the Monogatari series has been going on for a long time, right? Another one of those shows that have kind of reached a wide audience. So, you know, the tens, the people that are in their tens or their twenties or their thirties or the forties. These people have kind of watched the show at some point because it's gone through a wide spectrum in terms of like the timeline that it's occupied. So not surprised there at all. And there there are a lot of aspects about Bakemonogatari that is very Japanese. Um, it's based on a light novel, I believe. And just, yeah, I, I don't know if the Western audience will kind of relate to it as much as the Japanese people would. On the Toradora side, a bit surprising as well, but... I know a lot of people, or a lot of my friends at least, kind of think Toradora is the epitome of what a romance anime should be, and that's why I'm not all that surprised that's in the top 20 as well, but I don't know if I would put it in my top 20. It's, it's, it's close. It's close. It's a good show. It's a really good show. That's an interesting comment that, yeah, maybe it's some of those OG likes, right? When people say... This is the epitome of what a romance anime should be. Maybe it is because it's one of the more earlier slice of life animes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's always well a reference. It's people when think people think back and when they watch a second slice of life romance, they're just like, oh, how does this compare to what I watched the first time? So it it might be used as a reference a lot of the times, and you know that might be why it has a pretty big following. Yeah, I definitely think. Torador kind of set the bar in terms of romance animes and people just kind of reference it as they go. Okay, moving on to number 13. So number 13 on the Japanese side, you kind of already alluded to this, that this might be higher on the Japanese list, is Angel Beats. And on the Mao side is Code Geass. Very fair, very fair. I'm glad I uh, could kind of guess that Angel Beats one coming in a little higher. Code Geass, great show, kind of long, but definitely can see why it's ranked pretty high on Mal. Uh, especially in America, it's kind of got that shonen psychological type of anime that's just really entertaining to a lot of uh, Western people. Um, not that it's saying Japanese people also don't like it. I'm pretty sure it's also rated very highly in Japan. Really good show, though. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, Code Geass to me. So the first time I watched Code Geass, I kind of stopped in the middle of the show because I felt like the first season was a lot of setup, a lot of plot development, and I was just taking it was it was almost like it was an effort for me to kind of make progress in the show because of that, and it wasn't easy for me to watch. But after I picked it back up, I was like, "Holy hell! Why did I ever stop watching the show? Because this show is so damn good." And I, I might even throw it in like my top five or ten in terms of shows that I've just purely think are amazing anime. It's it's an amazing show. I'm glad it made the list. Um, I know on the score side for Mal as well, it's pretty high up. But I can see a lot of people, or I've heard a lot of people say they don't like it because it's a bit slow on at the when it kind of starts. But a lot of shows kind of have that same problem, right? We've seen it with like Science Gate, etc. But yeah, glad to see it's it's available on the mouse side. And then on Angel Beats, we've kind of already talked about it. It did make the spot, uh, make it up two spots higher than what it did on Mal. But again, like same thing with Your Line April. It's very close, very close in terms of, of ranking so far. Okay, okay. Number 12. We're already almost halfway through the list, but at number 12 on the Japanese side, another show we talked about. And maybe this is just Kanahanazawa's just like list that's, just being dominated by her but number 12 is psychopaths on the japanese side and on the mouse side is demon slayer that is a little surprising that seeing psychopaths is so uh high up i would have thought psychopaths would have came in actually around the 18 maybe maybe 17 mark on on the on the japanese side I mean, I love Psychopaths. It's a great show. I didn't know it was that popular in Japan, so that's a bit surprising for me. Demon Slayer, I mean, we all knew how popular that was. We It has crazy following out here. Um, I actually thought it would come in maybe in the top 10 on Mal, but yeah, not, I guess I'm not surprised either way. I would have wished to see Psychopaths probably a little bit lower on my list um, and Demon Slayer a little bit higher, but... Maybe you might feel differently because I know you've seen both as well. I do think the Demon Slayer coming in at 12 is just a overtime thing. I think two years from now when we talk about this, Demon Slayer is going to be in the top 10. It just needs a little bit more time for the fans to kind of press that upvote button on the mouse side. So I, I definitely think it, by the you know by the end of the show, when it's all said and done, Demon Slayer is going to be in the top 10. And there will be like no doubt and no... Really no argument for that at the end of the day. Psychopaths, I so basically what you said, what I thought is what I thought as well. I thought Psychopaths and One Piece were kinda gonna be reversed, where One Piece will be at twelve and Psychopaths will be at eighteen. So a little bit surprising, but at the same time, you know, Psychopaths is really good. Japanese people love kind of psychological thrillers. I I'm not sure why, maybe it might just be that gaming mindset that they all have, but yeah, it's a bit surprising for me. I, I really thought that it would just be swapped with One Piece. Okay, so the last show on the first 10 shows of this top 20 list, on number 11 is a show you might enjoy just because you're an Isekai fan. But number 11 on the Japanese side is Konosuba. Kind of shocking to me. And number 11 on the Mao side is No Game, No Life. So Isekai versus Isekai. Konosuba, a god's blessing? Is that, is that what we're talking about here? It's the it's like the 
I don't even remember what it's called, but it's a Konosubashi Sekai something something something. It's it's the fun funny show with Aqua in it. Yes, yes. Yeah. That is a very good show. I am surprised to see it come up so high. I thought that was a very entertaining show. I definitely would have wished that if there was an isekai to or something to make Mal's list, I would wish Konosuba took re-zero spot, but I guess we won't talk about that. No Game, No Life, a, a great series that just never really got the second season that I wish it kind of deserved. But yeah, when No Game, No Life came out, man, I remember that's all people would talk about, so... No Game, No Life is really interesting because... It's a little high. I wouldn't put it at 11. I'd probably not even put it in my top 20, but it's a great show. Yeah, it's it's strange though, right? Because of how popular it was in the West and it never really got a second season. Of all the shows to not get a second, second season, I don't know why No Game, No Life didn't. Maybe there's admin-related reasons that I'm not aware about, so that might be it. But... Yeah, on definitely on the Western side, no no game, no life is a lot more popular, I think, in, than in Japan, just because it didn't get like the full run of the story essentially. And Konosuba, really, really entertaining, really funny show. It's one of the isekais that I really enjoyed watching too. It's just hilarious. It's it's fun to watch, and I could see a lot of people just liking it purely because of that. But yeah, you could see kind of at this point of the list, the isekai. Or the recent trends of isekai is kind of making its mark. Yeah, Konosuba, ReZero, and uh, Dar- Life is a Slime. I think all of those came out around a similar time frame. So that was definitely the year of isekai. Or co- past couple years have been isekai heavy. But good to see it. Little high on my list, but definitely entertaining. It's a lighthearted show. Love it. No complaints. All right, so we're halfway through this list. Are you kind of surprised by what we've seen so far? Or what do you kind of want to see going forward as we enter the top 10 here? I'm a little surprised at some of these Japanese rankings. And I'm not too surprised that Mao is kind of heavy in these shonens with Geass, Demon Slayer, No Game, No Life, Noragami, Seven Deadly Sins. That one hurts me, but... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not surprised there, so I hope the top 10, I guess, is a little more balanced between um, on the Mao side, and I hope for the Japan side, I see maybe some, maybe some of the big heavy hitters in the Slice of Life category. All right, so I guess just going straight off of that comment here and entering the top 10, on the Japan side at number 10, we do have a Slice of Life, and... It's a show that definitely was more popular in Japan than in the West, I would say. And that show is My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, coming at number 10. And on the Mao side, same thing that you've been kind of alluding to. The shonen dominance is is seen at number 10 as well, where Hunter Hunter has come in. Wow, Hunter Hunter. That that one, I, I know it's popular. I know people like it. I'm not sure if I would have put Hunter Hunter in my top 20. I know for a fact you would not have put it in your top 20. Yeah. My team romantic comedy, though, so many positives, so many pros. I can talk about it. Uh, the soundtrack on that is great. There is actually a team romantic comedy song that I was debating about putting into my consolation or honorable mentions when we had that podcast. 
I left it out, but I do love uh, the soundtrack from Teen Romantic. Uh, I'm sure you have a lot of uh, comments you have on Teen Romantic Comedy, so let's hear them. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, in terms of the size of life category, it is one of the best. It is for sure in the top three, I think. It's very hard to pick like the number one spot. You know, There's a lot of different kinds of anime, but it's definitely in the top three. It's It's a bit interesting because... You know, when you watch TV shows, right, you watch TV shows kind of or some people watch TV shows for a happy ending for very like just to kind of get away from the real world, get away from the problems that you have in the real world. My teen romantic comedy is not that it is more like a show like Wipe Album 2 or yeah, it just really tackles a lot of different problems that people face on a daily basis and kind of presents itself there. And I think it's really interesting because I do think that Japanese people are not as interested in to see a, you know, happily ever after story, but they want something that's more relatable, something that they can apply or relate to in their daily lives. And I think my teen romantic comedy just really does that. I know a lot of people on the Western side might not like it because of that, or they think, it's just not a great show or entertaining to watch because there is no happiness or there is no like OP main character. They, It's not something that you want to put your shoes into per se because the main characters and all the characters in the show are just going through a lot of different problems that they all have to tackle. On the Hunter Hunter side, we, we all know how I feel about Hunter Hunter. So <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I just, I haven't even finished watching the show yet. I started it a while back, but maybe one day I'll finish it. Yeah, truthfully, I think Teen Romantic would actually place into the top 20 on now if it had the audience, but I think a lot of people have never given it a shot. Um, because I don't know many people who watch, uh, have watched Teen Romantic except more the heavy anime fans out there. Yeah, it just definitely. doesn't fall in the category that you would you know, click or even watch the first episode, but the artwork is, a, is superb, and I think if people did watch it more it would have got maybe higher higher reach in america yeah it's one of those shows for me where i rewatched the show before the third season came out because there was there was quite a big gap in terms of season two and season three where i rewatched it and i just i loved it way more the second time around i noticed a lot more different things that came with the show that are just so well executed. And uh, yeah, I I just think it's a really good show. But I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, so yeah. Not not surprised that's not hasn't come in on the mal mal list yet. But okay, moving on to number 9. So number 9 here I I, I think it won't be that surprising for both sides. At number 9 on the Japanese side, we have Gintama and on the mouse side, we have Steins Gate. Wow, another another OG. I know Gintama is huge in Japan. Um, I know the kind of the the recent Gintama that came out. A lot of people loved it. I don't know. That's on the Amer- I'm thinking from the American side. I don't know about the Japanese side whether people like the refresh or or not. Maybe you can comment on that. Steins Gate. Wow, uh, love it. I'm glad it's in the top 10. Mal has not failed me. Definitely in my <laughs> top 5, but I'll take it. I'll take what I can get here. Steins Gate is one of my favorite shows of all time, so I'll leave it at that. 
Kanahata yeah. again. Got to give the shout out. Yeah, she's just dominating this list apparently. And it is nice to see that there is a show in the top 10 up to this point so far where it's not a shonen on the mouse side. So great that Steins gets in it. I think on the Gintama front, it's just really popular in Japan. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's gotten multiple live action movies and they've all done well, which is also surprising. It's just popular. And I don't know how else to put it. It, it, it might not directly translate to a Western audience, although you've said that people have enjoyed it because the jokes are a bit more Japanese and, you know, it references a lot of Japanese pop culture as it goes, but it's so clever as you watch it. And yeah, just really popular show in Japan. So I, I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about there and really not surprising on, on both sides. Okay. Number eight here, I think is a bit more controversial and a, a little bit more interesting is on the Japan side, we have a show called Madoka Magica. And on the Mao side, we have another shonen. What a surprise in Naruto. I knew Naruto was coming in somewhere. <laughs> I didn't know where, but I knew it was in the top 10 somewhere. Madoka Magica, wow, haven't heard that one in a while. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I've never watched it twice, so I did watch it, I think. Man, that must have been over 10 years ago. Maybe? Maybe maybe about 10 years ago, If I maybe, maybe nine, but it's been a long time. But that was a great show. I know you were a bigger Madoka fan than I was, so I'll let you comment on your thoughts on that. I'm coming in number eight, but I'll speak from the Naruto side. Not surprised. I do think it's a top 10 anime, though take it as a whole and as a series and as a fan base it definitely deserves it i don't want to discredit naruto out of all the shonens it's definitely one of the best yeah naruto really popular show even on the japanese front and also on the western front it's it's a show that we really grew up to right and on from the japanese audience it might be a little bit different because the western side you know naruto is kind of what broke through the boundaries of anime coming to the west so we were exposed to it and we were we grew up with it as the show progressed and as anime matured we kind of matured with along with it as well so really relatable show not surprised at all that comes in in the top 10 because it's just really popular and then on the madoka magica front it's i think a very controversial show because i know a lot of people that hate it It, it's really polarizing i know a lot of people that either hate it or really love it and the first time I watched it, I didn't really understand it. It was one of the first shows and first anime I've watched. And at the time, like, I didn't have enough anime under my belt to really appreciate what Madoka Magica was. But after I rewatched it, I think I rewatched it two or three times in order to really fully understand the breadth of the show. And I've also watched the movies. It's so unique in the category that's placed in. Because like i mentioned with psychopaths japanese people love psychological thrillers one and then number two japanese people love that like cute shit you know like cute talk like i don't even know what's called like baby talking almost and then like the cute girls all that and it kind of combines the two and then presents it in a completely different format that people weren't kind of used to and accustomed to so this isn't like an idol show but at the same time it kind of presents itself as that when you look at the pictures and it's not a psychopath, but when you watch the show, it's kind of mind-blowing. It's, it's it's a little bit of, I think, a blend of the two that appeals to Japanese audience way more than the Western audience. Right. That's interesting. 
Um, I definitely don't remember Madoka that much, so I yeah. have to go rewatch that and and maybe see if I can pick up on something I didn't notice the first time. Yeah, it definitely feels like a show like ReZero where it's a lot to digest, no matter what. Even though it's thirteen episodes, I think it's a lot and a lot of information, a lot of backstory that needs to be digested in order to really appreciate it. All right, all right, number seven. So number seven is a. Uh, Something that I think you would really enjoy and you can agree with here. On the Japanese side here, number seven is Demon Slayer. So no surprise there, really. And we've kind of just touched on it. On the mouse side, though, here it comes. Your, one of your favorite shows of all <laughs> here time. Here it comes. Tokyo it comes. Ghoul at number seven. Wow. I, I don't remember if I had touched on how high that was ranked on Mal, but I love to see it. I, I love to see it. They they did you I right. Want, I, I, they did me right, but I do want to. I do want to say I would not put Tokyo Ghoul above Naruto, Steins Gate, Demon Slayer, Code Geass. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah, I mean both both shows are shonen. Tokyo Ghoul is really interesting, really entertaining to watch, really, and it. It just blew up on the U.S. side of things. I'm, I'm not 100% sure why. Maybe it was the opener. Maybe it was the storyline. Everything just combined. Again, Hanazawa Kana or Kana Hanazawa is in it. <laughs> so again, she's dominating this list. But yeah, both shows really entertaining to watch. Not really surprised here. I, and, you know, Demon Slayer's gotten a lot of traction on the Japanese side with the movie, with the manga. So not too surprised on both ends. I will say Tokyo Ghoul, I used to work in Texas, and I was introduced to Tokyo Ghoul by some friends who went to school in the Midwest. What? And yeah, I thought, I mean, it's crazy to think when I think, when I look back, very far from Asian culture, and these these friends of mine, they were not Asian, but they loved the, some of these big shonens. And they were the ones who actually said, there's this new anime called Tokyo Ghoul that I really like. And that's how I started watching it. So if I look back and think about maybe the reach it has, it, I could see how it got so high, highly rated and or so popular in Mal. That's so random. But at the same time, I could see Tokyo Ghoul appealing to the Western audience way more because it's action-packed, kind of gory, kind of dark. We have shows like that, something like Walking Dead or something like that. So it, it, it is not, it's not surprising to me that it's reached a wide audience. It's, it's a good show. It's a good point you bring up Walking Dead because it's a show that is huge in America. It, the fan base out here is actually absurd. Um, and for those who maybe aren't from America or maybe are listening from somewhere else, well, The Walking Dead is just one of those shows. They're just about zombies. That, and something about Americans and zombies, like Zombieland, people just love watching zombie movies. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, post-apocalyptic world, kind of. Even, in, like, a drama for, from Japan, like Alice in Borderland, got really good traction in the U.S. for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's really entertaining. But, yeah, I don't know. And you even think about the gaming side, you have Call of Duty Zombies, that blew up in America. That put Call of Duty, that was what made Black Ops one of the best games of all time, but it's always about zombies. Something about zombies and Americans. 
All right, the takeaway of this list is Americans love zombies. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know about we, the... Maybe we need to make some coffee shop with the zombie theme. Oh, God, I don't know if that'll sell, but we can try our best here. The zombie land latte. <laughs> All right, next time we do this review of the anime list, we're going to see Zombieland Saga make it into the top 20 on the U.S. side, I believe. That's far right. Far, I'm sure people clicked it, assuming it was a bit... They expected something else. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, that's a funny one. All right, so going on to number six here. Number six will be interesting. I think it might, it might irk you in a little bit. It might irk you but it might also make you happy. So on the Japanese side, a show that I, I called overrated and maybe I should just take back everything I talked about it. But at number six, we have Netflix's Violet Evergarden coming in on the Japanese rankings. And on the Mao side, a show we've talked about numerous times, another shonen, not a surprise, a probably maybe the most disappointing shonen from our perspective it's Boku no Hero I was just I was gonna if I was gonna guess something while you were saying this I was like I bet you he's gonna say Boku no Hero <laughs> my hero academia is definitely coming in it's definitely popping within the younger crowd I'm not surprised to see it there at all it's higher than Naruto isn't that shocking that's shocking to me I, I truthfully think that's the difference in generation. I think anime has really picked up over the past couple of years, and I think Boku no Hero is one of those for the younger generation. I know we've been talking about what's the next Naruto. I think I think you mentioned it. Boku no Hero might be that anime. It's the Zoomers that use websites and the web and that actually use the community listing on Mao to put Boku no Hero like, on the popularity list and all the boomers that don't know how to use the internet and didn't vote for Naruto. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, I think Boku no Hero's got that Gen Z crowd. Um, if I had to rate the distribution, I think most of those fans are going to be in Gen Z and not Millennials. Because I think most Millennials would not say Boku no Hero is better than Naruto. Yeah, and it's a bit hindsight too, right? Because we know how Naruto ends and we love Naruto. We don't know how Boku no Hero ends. And the last two seasons have been so disappointing, at least from my perspective, where I have this recency bias where I don't even remember how much I enjoyed season one and two. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I did enjoy season one a lot. And then you're right. It got slower in, I think it was the recent season. But uh, I guess I don't want to spend too much time just going over shonens this entire time. So I'm going to kind of jump over to this Violet Evergarden coming in at number six. That is surprising to me because I love Violet Evergarden. I didn't know it had that much popularity in Japan. Dude, they love that Kyoto animation, man. Uh, the artwork is outstanding. I didn't know it, could, it was that high. Am I surprised? A little bit. I am actually surprised because I don't think Violet Evergarden comes into the top 10 for me. I think it's a number 10 at best, maybe coming in at 11. I will say, though, the one factor that might play into this is we both haven't seen the movie. And that came out in Japan last year. That's true. I do need to go give that a watch. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure if that influenced people's kind of vote here. So not, not sure about that. But going back to the start of the list and what I'm 
said on when we talked about your line april and clanad japanese people love like the sad simp story um violet evergarden kind of is that and it executes it really well in terms of the animation beautiful beautiful animation kyoto animation is just off the charts here they execute it really well number six is really high to me i didn't even know this was this show was popular in japan but i kind of should have suspected it because it's gotten i think a like one hour 30 minutes special on netflix and it's also gotten a movie so it's definitely getting traction wow would you say that animes with ovas are tend to be more popular like they get the ova because of their popularity i think so yeah because violet has ovas tokyo ghouls got ovas i think madoka's got an ova psychopaths for sure has ovas yeah even steins gate too right yeah steins gate's got some ovas yeah definitely i think it does if the show is doing well they will get one so we we definitely see a lot of these shows on this on these lists so far have that so not all that surprising but okay, um, we're entering the top five here as we kind of approach the hour mark. But what is your expectation slash what shows do you kind of want to see? We haven't touched on a lot of big names still. I'm not going to say any because I might give away what, what's in the top five for both sides. A- any expectations in terms of what show you want to see in here? Well, I know for a fact FMA Brotherhood's coming in the top five now. I mean, I... I think it's number one, but as for other shows that I have, that I want to see here, you know, I've, Clannad's already been touched on, Steinsgate, um, just trying to think off the top of my head here. I would be happy if I saw uh, Nagi no Asakara. I don't, I know it's not going to probably come in, on, I know it's not on the Mal side. Doubt it's going to be on the japan side i i would expect steinsgate to come in the top five in the japan side but i guess uh we'll see here trying to that's kind of my best take right now all right all right i'm kind of surprised you did not mention this show that comes in at fifth place on the japanese side because we all know how much you love this show you're one of your favorite shows of all time i think you said it's your favorite show we all know i expect sword art to be there but <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay at the number five spot in the japanese ranking we do have sword art online which has gotten a lot of run so far in the anime world so not that surprising and on number five on mao a show that i've said is overrated once again and it's one punch man yeah one punch man's not gonna do it in the top five for me maybe not even in the top 10 or 15 or 20 but i'm just not a one punch man fan SAO, uh, is it the top five in terms of how great it is? No. But in terms of popularity, I forgot this was a popularity anime. So, should have saw that one coming. <laughs> but yeah, I, super big. No, no complaints there. Yeah, for me, it's kind of a waste that One Punch Man's on the top five for the mouse side, to be honest with you. I don't think it should be there. There's a lot of big shows that we've even seen on, you know, this Japanese list going back to like Bakemonogatari, Haikyuu, Clanad, Your Line April, Code Geass that we saw on the Mao side, Demon Slayer. Like all these other shows are arguably way better than One Punch Man. But 
that one season, that 13 episode run that One Punch Man had in the West, it just it it just did it. I don't know how, but it it did it for to kind of get over that hump and get into this top five here. So kind of surprising. Sao, we all know how much Japanese people love this. It's gotten what five seasons now, multiple movies. The books are just the sales are popping off for the books. It it's just a popular show. It's gotten probably one of the longest runs in terms of anime. Oh gosh, I don't even know if there's a, many other shows that came out recently that have gotten as much run in as SAO has. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you're right. And I do know in Japan, SAO is so popular. Yeah. All right, going to number four here. We're making our way closer to that number one spot. At number four on the Japanese side, which might disappoint both of us, is ReZero. And on number four on the mouse side, which might give you some glimmer of hope, is SAO. You love to see it. You love to see it. I don't even know if I should comment on either of these. I mean, I've said my... I've said my uh thoughts on ReZero and I've said my thoughts on SAO almost every episode and I don't want to lose uh listeners because all I do is talk about SAO so yeah this number four spot it's a skip for me you know we've already <laughs> talked about all this all right let's let's just move on let's move okay on. okay number three so number three is a show that you've also alluded to in the past and on the Japanese side we actually already saw this show on the mouse side is Steins Gate for Japan and on the mouse side was what you thought would come in at the number one spot is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Wow, that, that's surprising. I thought Brotherhood would be a little higher. Maybe I'm going to see FMA, FMA on the Japanese side then. Maybe it's coming in one or two. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I, I'm happy with Steins Gate at three. I it deserves approve. it. It deserves the number three spot. I think that one is a good is a good spot. That's probably the most agreeable spot I have in, in this in these lists today. Yeah, the Japanese people got it right. I think Steins Gate for sure is a top five show in all of anime, right? Like we've talked about how good it is. I think you said it's actually. I think Steins Gate was a show you actually said was your favorite show, and yeah, it's just a complete show, really well done. Oh man, I don't know how how much we could talk about it, but yeah. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood coming in at the number three spot on the mouse side. I, I'm a bit surprised it's not in the top two, but after I saw the anime that's in the top two, I'm kind of like, eh, okay, I can see that. So, yeah. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe FMAB is coming in in one and two on the Japan side. Uh, if I had to guess what is now left on the Mal list, I'm, I'm trying to think of a shonen that would be up there. I'm going to guess it's a shonen. It's got to be a shonen. I mean, if you look at this malice so far, right? We probably have like three, three shows that aren't shonen. And the rest are all shonen. I don't even, I mean, maybe I'm blanking right now, but I don't know what, what shonen is coming in higher. So before we enter number two, the top two spots here, I did say at the start of the podcast that there was only one spot in the top 20 list where mal and japan actually agreed in terms of the rankings so 
Are we gonna see the number one spot be actually identical? We don't know. We'll see. We'll see as we go. And when I tell you what the next show, the two next shows are, you're you're gonna be like, oh my god, how did I forget about these? But all right, let's get into it. All right. So at the number two spot. So this is the spot that the Japanese people and the Mao audience actually agrees on, and this might end up being the number one spot. Or number one anime when all things are said and done we have attack on titan on both sides of course i would forget that because i haven't <laughs> seen it yeah i mean we could like attack on titan is really popular right it's just it's loved by the west it's loved by japan that's why it's still getting anime run even with those five-year gaps but again to your point it's another shonen based on what i've heard I'm gonna guess people. I think yeah, it has to be has to be a number two anime. I mean, I've only heard good things about it, so it's kind of funny that both sides have agreed that AOT is this number two spot, and in the top five, like we have AOT and SAO, who, who Japan and Mao both agreed with, and they're both really close, like to each other in terms of the ranking. So really interesting that Mao and Japan isn't really split. Too much on the top five so far. That is true. We got Sao. We got our Steinsgate didn't make it, but Aot. All right. Any last guesses for the last number one spot on both sides? I'm pretty sure I'm just blanking right now, but let's just get into it. (laughs) All right. So on the Japanese side is actually a show that we saw on the Mao side already, and this show. I checked multiple lists, multiple, multiple, multiple lists. And this show was always at number one or number two, number one, number two, every single list. Shocking to me. But at the same time, not that surprising. And I'm glad this, this, this show's number one that's coming on the Japanese side. And I'll, I'll go one at a time here. At number one in Japan, we have Code Geass. Wow. I did not think that would be number one for Japan. It's a great anime though. Wow. Surprising, though. That's very surprising to me. Yeah, one thing I want to know here, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood didn't make the top 20 in Japan. Isn't that Maybe wild? all those neg- negative uh, Mal reviews are from Japanese people. <laughs> That's what it is. They're they they're just here to spread the word that Fullmetal Alchemist is actually not that great. But yeah, Code Geass, <laughs> really good show, man. It is. Code Geass is an amazing show. Yeah, I mean, I really like Code Geass. I, I'm not going to complain. I don't know if it'd be in my top five. It'd definitely be somewhere in my top ten, I think. But I don't know about the top five. Yeah. I, I don't really have any complaints with Kogias being number one. I don't think I will put Kogias number one myself. But it's just... I'm glad it's there because there's people out there that won't give the show a chance. And this show needs... Like, everyone should give Kogias a chance, no matter what. And it's the same thing when people look at mal and they see brotherhood at number one and they always have to watch brotherhood because it's at number one it's the same thing code geass is number one in the japanese list everyone should be watching code geass and that's all i have to say all right so the number one spot on the mal side is not on the japanese list but i'm not all that surprised with because it's gotten love from netflix it's gotten adaptations from netflix it's gotten just a lot of run and a lot of love on TV. 
And the number one most popular anime on Mal is Death Note. Yep. When he started talking about not being on the Mal list, I mean the Japanese list, I was like, and then a lot of run on TV, I was like, ah, oh, man, this is probably Death Note. <laughs> I'm actually surprised this isn't on the Japanese side. It's a little dark, right? Yeah, but like Psychopaths is too. And like, it's not like AOT and Code Geass isn't to some degree. I, I don't know. I just figured that Death Note was like a staple on a lot of people's lists. And, but the Japanese people don't even have it in the top 20. Like if you just look at the list on Japan's side, like a place further than the universe made the top 20 list and FMAB and Death Note both didn't. I think that's like pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. I would have thought on the Mal list, FMAB and Death Note would have swapped. But... I see it in the top five on Mal. Like, I... I, I it makes sense to me. It is surprising, you're right. It's not on the Japanese side at all. Like, not even... At all. Like, it's yeah. not even mentioned. It's not even mentioned, which is kind of crazy. I, I just... I thought Japanese people would like it because Japanese people like like the game aspect or kind of the psychological thriller like i've said and death note kind of has that but i cross-checked against a lot of lists death note's not even close to like the top 20 a lot of the time it's in like the top 50 or so but never in the top 20 which is wild to think about but yeah i mean now that we're kind of done with this list and i'm just taking a look at it here Japanese people, in the end, I think the main takeaway is a lot more diverse in terms of their anime taste than Mao. Mao is about 75 to 80% dominated by shonen. And that might just purely be because people aren't giving other shows a chance or anime just hasn't reached that point yet where it's not it's big enough to be a show where people aren't watching like action shows. Or maybe just the West likes action-related movies, shows, whether it be anime or not. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but on the on the Japanese side, you see a lot more diversity. Violet Evergarden, Code Geass, Steins Gate, ReZero, Haikyuu, which is a sports anime, made the list. Angel Beats, Clanad, A Place Further Than the Universe, Konosuba. All these shows are almost of different genre. While if you go to the Mao sites, Death Note, AOT, FMAB, One Punch Man, SAO, Boku no Hero, Tokyo Ghoul, Naruto, Hunter Hunter. All these shows are all just shown in. Yeah, definitely shonen heavy. Again, not surprising there. A lot of these are shown on Netflix or are easily accessible to people. So I think a lot of the Japanese side, like we said, is a lot of these OGs that you wouldn't probably watch um, unless you really start digging into like older anime, the, the good ones of the past. Yeah. Like, it'd be a while, I think, before you... Like, if I were to start off in anime, definitely it'd probably be a shonen. Like, I'm talking about in the recent, like, past two to three years, it would have been shonen. You would have gone through the shonens. You would have probably watched the Steins Gates, the Death Notes, all the ones listed here. And after you got through all the shonens, you might start diving into something that's, like, half... You might then watch, like, Your Name, right? You might then go into, like, the Your Names, the Violet Evergardens... And then the cycle passes. And then a step further, you might really get into the uh, clan ads, the Your Lion Aprils, the Anohanas. I think those are the last categories that you really dive into when you start maybe watching anime for the first time. 
Yeah, I totally agree. The first thing you get exposed to is shonen, I think, when you're watching anime. And that just speaks to how big shonen is. So that's probably just how it's kind of gone in terms of the Mao list. Yeah, we'll have to do an update episode on this in, in maybe like a year or two years because I'm surprised um, that Jujutsu no Kaisen didn't come in in the, in the lower, like 19 or 20. Yeah, you know... Not even mentioned. I, I, not even in your 21 through 25. I was surprised. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised too because everyone was talking about how this show is a goat or is the goat anime. We'll see. We'll see where it comes in in about a year or two because it's definitely going to get a lot more traction as it gets the movie or gets the next season. So, Yeah, I would say this the, Jap- the Japan list is a lot of these are going to be more concrete. They're going to sh- they're going to lose one or two spots, but a lot of these are going to stay. This Mal list is pretty volatile. I think I think it can change a lot. I mean, we <laughs> like Mirai Nikki, Noragami, no game, no life. Uh, One Punch Man, like all these, I don't know if should even be there, but you know, it, it might just be that, like you said, it was easy to access or people just, I don't know what it is, but it's it's there. And I'm sure it'll shift a lot once, once a few years pass. Yeah, so uh, thanks for uh, putting that list together. That was a really interesting episode. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit interesting how different the Japanese taste and Mao taste is right now. But before I kind of close out the show, I wanted to talk about one show. Because this there was this one other show that came at the number one spot on a bunch of Japanese lists. And it was it's a show called Tiger and Bunny. Have you ever watched it? No, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like probably 500 or something on Mal. And... I haven't watched it personally, but I've heard a lot of Japanese people talk about it. And it's it's just in the top 10 or number one spot really consistently. So I just want to give a little shout out to Tiger and Bunny because a lot of people kind of regard it as the best anime that's ever come out in Japan. So, all right, that's my last point. All right, maybe we got to watch this and uh, it looks pretty long. <laughs> How long is it? Well, there's nine volumes. I'm not I, sure how long the anime is. I but don't know may- how long the anime is, but there's two movies, it looks like. And I see 25 episodes. Maybe we should watch this, and maybe this is our next kind of show podcast. Something like what we did for Promised Neverland, but maybe a month out from now. That sounds good. Maybe a month out, we'll review Tiger Money. We'll see. We'll rate it. We'll rate it fairly. All right, I'm down because a lot of people just love this show, and I've never even really watched it, and it's so low on Mal. We got We might be a. We might have to spread the word. All right, shout out Tiger and Bunny. Thanks again. All right, it was a great list, and catch everyone on next week's podcast where we don't know what we're gonna talk about yet, but we'll have something ready by then. So see you next week, Weeboos. Sounds good. See you guys.